Yeah, when you look at something like the Patrick Bet David conference you're going to, what weighed in on making that a final decision? Because that's good. That's something that is going to better your future. We all know that. But what made you go, I, I got to do this? And what made you also debate the idea of whether or not you should go? Because ultimately, this is a flight. This is an Airbnb expense. This is the actual show itself. So you're putting dollars into this. Um, so what made you debate it? And then what made it a final decision? I mean, well, I've, I've followed the guy for many years. So the, the, obviously the emotional tie to the content that he produces, because I've gotten so much value out of it over the last four or five years, the value that he's produced and understanding how to move, how to think, how to navigate in, in just basic business. Of course, emotionally, I'm like, all right, I need to go to this, to this conference, but it's so the, the 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 thing that really gets me is that with 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 Patrick it's all about business strategy. Like it's the boring shit, right? It's not fluff. It's not oh you need to uh, get up and have the right mindset and do positive affirmation and do ice baths and all this bullshit. Like that is that I I you can learn it from anybody online. How do the individuals who are running multi-million dollar businesses what do they do on a day-to-day? How do they run their team? What does that look like from a hierarchy perspective? What does that look like from a financial perspective? How do you even scale to that point? How do you even get to from 100K with a few employees to 500 to a million? What does that look like? What does it take? And so that is a curtain that I haven't opened yet. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't know what that looks like. So I want to know. And so going into a workshop that's three or four days long and you're learning from guys that are in that room who are doing it and people in that conference who are already have successful businesses that you can just kind of bump bump into and, and, and talk to and, and network with. Me and Karam had this where there was a, a year where we were like super invested into YouTube and figuring out the algorithm and understanding, you know, the hashtags and like what it takes to really like give your video or your content the most success. And we were exchanging courses. We were giving each other logins and passwords for the courses that we purchased. And it's funny because in those courses, 90% of the stuff that these guys were talking about, we already knew. However, that 10%, that one thing that we didn't know that they brought up was the thing that was like that light bulb moment where we we're like, oh my God, you know, that's what we missed. It's, it's so funny because I remember the exact day being at the, the downtown pad with Omid or sorry, with Cassius. And Omid, or Cassius is just looking at this TV and he's like, yeah, yeah, bro, what's next? I know this. I know this. And I knew I, I purposely played the boring stuff first that he already knew for him to zone out a little bit. And then out of nowhere. I was waiting for the exact moment. You know, like this, the part of the song that has the most fire bar and you're like, <laughs> will they catch the same bar? Oma's head turns. He's like, bro, what is this? And I was like, bro, this is the secret sauce. And it's crazy because like you end up paying. And I remember thinking the same thing because these courses weren't cheap. They were over $1,000. So you end up thinking, damn, I knew you, I paid 90%, 90% of this I already knew. But like the 10% or even the 5% that you figure out is worth that same amount. So it's, it's less about like when you're, when you're investing into yourself, obviously you're going to come across a lot of information that you already know, 
But how much does that 5% worth you? And clearly in this conference, there's a lot of things that you're going to know. But there's going to be certain things where you're like, you know, I already know this, I already know this. But, you know, this, this was worth my money. This is why I paid to be there. It's that one thing yeah. that is going to be the switch. So you just have your mic ready when you hear that one thing, bro. And you just send it over to us. You know, bro, you just live stream the whole conference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I should, perfect, right? Be, be like Khabib on uh, Dana White saying, Everybody who's streaming this is going to get caught. And then there's could be <laughs> live streaming the actual paper. <laughs> but it's the same thing. And just think of it from an even just like an athlete level since you both are athletes, right? Think about that one thing with your clients that they're doing. And you give you, – you talked about this. I think it was last week where it was uh, one of your clients, I think it was – or one of your friends who's in uh, – who's a white belt in jiu-jitsu. And you taught him how to do one – simple basic switch or move or pivot and it and it was a light bulb moment for him and he's he's been practicing jujitsu for the past year but it's that one thing that kenny said and it was simple and it's simple enough for you but for him it was like a oh my god this has completely changed the way i take down somebody and same thing with you like thinking about basketball right that one that kid might understand basic fundamentals understand how to dribble or understand how to move or cross over it's that one shift in his in his in his footwork that caught that 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 completes the 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 move you and know, it changes the way he moves what reminds you about that so much is i feel like a lot of times we hear this i heard this a lot is ask questions ask questions you know ask questions but now like looking to add to that is sometimes in moments like this situation this individual never really asked because i find sometimes you might have a lot of respect or you might also just feel like you're going to ask a dumb question so you don't ask anything. A lot of us have been guilty in that in rooms where someone's superior or someone is, is teaching something or knows something better than us. I think what we should also add to adding and asking questions is to, to Omid's point is just surround yourself around people that are better than you. And once again, another investment opportunity is yeah, we're not here right now to tell you invest in this stock, invest in that bond, you know, put X amount of money like that. We all know, right? But the secret to the sauce in this episode that I'm going to add is actually do an audit on your friends or the people that you go periodically have coffees with. Are they one more successful than you? And now that's up to you to define success, right? Whether it's making more money or they're doing the things that you aspire to do or they're living a day in the life that you look at. Like, wow, I want my day to look like that. Someone very close to me, um, I'll say his name, Raj. You know, he's got a family of four kids. He runs a very successful physio clinic. And he, in my opinion, looking from the outside in, looks like he's in the happiest marriage, is there for his kids, and then can go to the mountains whenever he pleases. Like, and I obviously, I say that to a certain degree of recognizing that, yeah, that's some discussions he has with his family. But like, he can now have time and energy to go there. But what I mean by this is to circle back on my point is look and see people in your life. Do you want to live a life close to the life they're living? And if not, okay, then check yourself. You don't have to get rid of these people by any means, but start adding individuals so that through what they tell you, you can then get, you know, some of those like those pointers and some of those life stories that they've lived. They're going to make you reflect and look at your life differently. And that's why it's so important to like go on some of these conferences. Like you going, man, to someone like Patrick Bet David is like, oh, it's idol. 
He wants to be Patrick Bed David. Like he's wanted Patrick Bed David on the podcast since we started. Patrick, and, if you're listening, hop on. The- yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I get it. Be your own person. But like, heck, if you don't want to be a guy who's ran like a successful insurance company on top of a successful podcast on top of everything that I know Omid wants to do with his thing, then why would you not want to go to something like that? So I think that's cool, man, because you're you're putting your your um what do they say your your money where your mouth is. Right, and you're actually going to something that, yeah, let's be honest. There's not this uh, this. Let's put up people say good and deep, right? You're not having good and deep like investment here. But in our day and age, we need to start thinking this way because it's those lessons you get out of it that are, are going to change the game, as we like to say as athletes. Also, I just want to add to that is that I feel like a lot of uh, uh, individuals won't ask enough questions, right? Like for example, you brought Raj up. You know, he's a good friend of ours. Whatever. That guy never talks about business ever. You 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 guys know he he never is in our circle talking about business whatever. However, when I link up with him, I'm I am asking him, "Who's your accountant? Who's the, who does your HR? How did you do this consulting? Uh, how does how does Pivotal do their marketing campaigns? How did da, 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 da? and I ask him and he doesn't give me all of his secret <laughs> sauce, of course, but what he'll do is he'll direct me and say, "Hey, I think you should look into this." Hey, I think you should look into that. Hey, I think this individual might might work, but you're going to have to reach out to him. That's that one little piece of the puzzle that I'm missing that I've been working on and trying to figure out. And I'm going to I'm going to navigate through that, but it was because of me asking that question. He's not going to sit here and build my business for me, but he's going to give me that one maybe that one pivot that's going to allow me to find an individual that might change my business. You know, I've I've done same thing with Raj, especially on many of the bike rides uh, from last year. It would always be like, I got a question for Raj. Even how I book my appointments now is before I'm leaving on a trip, I got to get my body fixed. But more importantly, I need to have a conversation with Raj too. And it's almost per- the most perfect timing that I get from having the conversations with them. And I learn. And the thing is, a, a lot of the friends to circle back on like being around friends and auditing your friends I would say my relationship with you guys and especially me and Omid, Omid's pushed me and he's pushed my buttons. Let's just say that (laughs) because I think what you're saying, your definition of success is different. At that time, when we first met, we were talking about how do we how do we get our numbers up on online so then we can have more impact. And I doubled down on that and Omid doubled down on the money. So we, we almost had different versions of success at the start, like right? And then Oma started bugging me about, um, bro, okay, you got your numbers up, but where's the money at, right? And he, we would sit in cars in uh, empty parking lots with coffees with him just yelling at me <laughs> for literally like 20, 30 minutes. And in the back of my mind, I was planning a lot of these things. But I think to to kind of sum up some of this, what I'm saying as well is, it's it shifted a lot in me where I started thinking, how do I get my debts cleared first? I started clearing all my debts. Because when you start making money too, A is when you don't have money, the moment you get money, you want to spend that money because you've never really had it so before. True. Yeah. So the moment I started getting it, I was like, yeah, I need to get my debts completely cleared off first. Then after, um, I was like, okay, time to buy a Tesla. I was like, no, no, not yet, not yet. So I started, I forced myself to start start pretending like I bought things before I bought things. So I I actually, in my mind for a year, bought a Tesla. 
and I I started having a down payment for it, uh, car payments on it, whatever it may be. But in my mind, I started playing this game. It's like, okay, I got this. Now, how do I do that if I also had a house? And for about a year's time, I kept on playing this continuous game of, um, okay, I have a wife. How do, how much does how much is my wife gonna need per month? How much is my house gonna cost me per month? How much is my car gonna cost me per month? How much does everything cost? Like food and living. And over time, I think it all stemmed from like the the thought of how do I get myself out of these situations by creating a strategic plan because Omen made me look at the numbers and think about the numbers differently. And on the contrary, I said, bro, when are you going to get in shape? So I would like to say, I just, I didn't, I wasn't going to tell Omid that I was going to buy a Tesla or none of that. I didn't, every time I just sat in that fucking car and heard this guy talk <laughs> shit. And I was like, this bitch doesn't even know what the fuck I got. Bro, you have abs, you have six packs. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But, you have six fingers, <laughs> but do you have six packs? This, this is, no, this is why I'm saying this now. Is Omid's flipped. He's doing what I'm doing, and I can tell he's doing it. Omid's been quiet. I know you've lost weight. You <laughs> skipping, bro? You skipping with that skipping rope? I got you. About it. Just wait on it. This guy's, wait on it. this guy's doing the same thing, and that's what I love about having friends that will uplift you <laughs> is you never you never wanted to say anything maliciously to me to, to want me to – it's not like he's like, bro, stop being a brokey, right? He was like, bro, I want you to get your, your bag up. So then you can enjoy the same things or enjoy more or think about leveling up to the way that you want to level up because your friends indirectly know the pieces that you're missing and they, they can share that with you. Um, and I think that's the power of having a really good friend circle around you is he'll tell you about MacBook. <laughs> How many times have you heard about the MacBook, bro? No, bro. That MacBook been making me money, bro. <laughs> I got my Stripe account. I got my payments. I got my subscriptions. Without MacBook, cannot do it, bro. <laughs> that was good. But no, I was I was flipping that towards the end because I do want to say, Omen, I noticed you losing weight, bro. Appreciate you, bro. You're Thank looking you clean. Noticing. You're looking healthy. I appreciate you noticing. Coming. New, new. I'm telling you, bro. Like, I don't see shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. No, tell me. It does look good, bro. You're looking great. Oh, no, thank man. you, bro. Style's coming up, bro. You know, you're getting that fresh fade. <laughs> I, just, I just think from from, the, from that point is like, what what's the point if you aren't if you're not impacting the individuals around you in a positive light? What what's the point? You know why 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 want all these different things if you can't share it with the people around you? Oh, I agree, man. You and know? even compete in a healthy way with, yeah. with the people around you. Like um, there's plenty of times where Omid, I love when Omid levels up. I love when you level up. I love when KB, Danny, everybody does more. Cause I'm like, ah, shit. It's not like, fuck, this guy did this. It, you won't have to, um, really keep up if, or you won't have to bring anybody down if you just keep up. Right. And I think with our friend circle, it's almost like, okay, let's keep up. Let's do more. Let's do more. Let's do more. And that's, that's what will take you from like even saving $6 on a latte. I'm, I'm sure there's many of us. I, who were told, let's save $6 on a latte, and then Omid came along and said, bro, fuck the latte. I'm your latte. Go buy the latte, make more money. Right? Yeah. Reframing. It's it's reframing. It's that mindset shift. It's about figuring out, honestly, if, if anything, if anyone can take anything from this from me, is 
how to make more in 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 whatever lane you want it's not about it's not about oh i need to go start a business it's not about oh i need to change my job no the thing that you love the thing that you care about the where you want to go how do you make more from that how do you build branches off of that that allows you to live the lifestyle that you want to live at the end of the day that's what it's that's what money's for is to live that lifestyle however if you are in the constant battle of expenses and debt every single day how can you think far enough how how can you think within that vision it just it just seems too far-fetched i remember working uh i was lawn mowing for the city of saint albert and i remember waking up at 6 30 in the morning getting into the shed wearing putting on my coveralls and grabbing that fucking weed whacker and that lawnmower and going out into the into the into the forest of, in in saint albert and sitting there cutting away and thinking man wouldn't it be nice to have a video business one day wouldn't it be nice to be able to make my own content one day? I've been thinking about this for years and I'm sitting here cutting grass. I have a degree from the University of Alberta, which doesn't mean jack all in this moment. And I'm here making $14 an hour cutting grass for the city of St. Albert. I was at one of my lowest points. I'm like, I, I was in that position. How do I figure this shit out? But having that constant vision and plan of like, all right, I'm going to figure this video business out n- no matter what. Great stories are timeless. To be a great storyteller, one must bridge the gap between an alluring narrative and the audience, to pull with the heartstrings, and to shape the imagination. At Q Films Media, we're more than just a media production agency. We are a powerhouse of creative individuals, content creators, who specialize in telling great stories. Stories that are intimate and kept closest to the heart. Stories that are powerful and inspiring, that spark boldness and action. We are Q Films Media. We're here to tell your story. We are always unseen. There's, there is no, like, I'm not going to sit here and sulk in my in my woes and just sit here. 3.30 came around. I'd finish, take off my coveralls, and I'd go onto the computer and figure out how do, how do, I, how do I green screen? How do I edit? How, how, how much does this Adobe subscription cost? Oh, I need a light. Oh, I need a lens now. Oh, I need this. And it's slowly, you manifest it into the thing that you want. So that's the, that's the advice I would give from a financial side. Just figure your shit out. Figure it out, man. Like, you're going to... You're going to go through that. You're going to go through that, those moments, but those simple pivots, those simple, it's just that one little pivot. When you go out with your friend and you, instead of ordering that steak, you order the appetizer, that $15 appetizer, and you just have a, a glass of water until you get to a point, until you build momentum, right? Don't buy the $6 latte if you have nothing to your name, right? That's that's not what I'm saying. It's like, But once you're at a certain point, it's now not about that $6 latte. It has to be further. That has to be bigger than that. Yeah, right? That's so true. And yeah. I think that's a good example of recognizing at that early stage, you knew what you wanted. Right? So for anyone who isn't aware, you have to do some soul searching. You have to know what you want. Yeah. And then if you don't know what you want, stay busy. Soul search. Soul search isn't 
just trying to figure it out. Oh, what are you doing? Taking the year off. Cool. Take the year off, right? A lot of people who graduate high school and then wait to go to university. The, in my opinion, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But if you're taking that year off, what are you going to be doing? Don't sit on your ass at home and, and play video games and expect God to one day be like, you are meant to do this. <laughs> no, because a lot of people think that. They're like, I'm just going to wait for it to come to me, bro. Yeah. I'm just going to wait. Should we get high later? We'll figure it out. No, it's like, dude, be busy. Go, go and actually rake leaves. Do shit that you don't like until you figure out that you don't like it. Now, how good is that? A lot of people will be like, man, I'm just realizing there's a lot of things that I don't like. Great. Good. You're that much closer to figuring out what you do like. So what don't you like about it? Right? And then from there, you could actually transition into something you like. But it's good because you ask yourself the questions. What do I want? And a lot of people, they don't ask that. They go, what does society want? What does it look like right now on my algorithm that's going to allow me to feel like I'm accepted? That's bullshit, right? If you genuinely want to live in a space that's like, I don't know, I'm going to say 500 square feet and you got all your essentials where you are and you got your grocery store, the food that you love to eat two, two minutes away from you and then you have no car and your job that you do is a nine to five that makes you X amount and then... You've got everything you need. There's nothing wrong with that. There isn't because you ask yourself, what do I want? I want a simple life. I want, I want all the things close to me. I want to be able to just have time right after five to be with my, my, my kids and my wife, whatever it is. And we don't like the lavish lifestyle. That's not what I want, <laughs> but if that's what you want. Great. You figured it out. But I think what a lot of people do now is they run themselves so thin man like they're, they're going and going and going and you can almost tell you can see on their face they're not happy but they're doing it to appease others they're doing it because it's what their parents wanted for them fuck that sit down with your parents especially south asian first generation canadians or just anybody that's just living their life for the sake of i'm making my parents proud do that you should i'm i'm doing that in my life but make them proud with the thing that you love doing and have an honest raw, authentic conversation. Don't be scared of them. There's so many people out there, man, that are actually scared to have this conversation with their parents. That their parent has a plug in the back of their head. And they're operating on their their parents' dreams and ambitions of what they expect for them. But if you just sit down, have a game plan, be civil, and say, hey, I want to try this out. You know? And if you're living under your parents' rules... And, 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 and they're like financially forking a lot of things for you, then yeah, it is an ask. But at least like work with them, not against them. You know, when you're working with them, you're not doing what you like, then that's your fault for not communicating that. You know, I think you guys have said some fantastic points. Um, and a thought that recently popped up in my head was along the lines of, if I had a nine to five, how could I create a side hustle that worked that turned into my real job and even taking my stuff and scaling it a little bit higher and i suggest that anybody who is actually trying to take their things a little bit more seriously there has to be level of commitment like you were saying you take the year off you can't just be doing nothing you got to stay busy so i think what omid really helped me with was asking myself those hard questions is what do you truly want and how could you achieve it because if you can't even write it down on paper how can you even feel it touch it, right? Or 
let alone hold it. So what I started really honing down on in this past year is creating contracts for myself. And if you have a nine to five, if you have no job and you're just trying to work, I would suggest creating yourself a, a end goal that you start with and you find a way to achieve that goal by figuring out what needs to be done on a monthly basis, what needs to be done on a daily basis and a weekly basis. And then if you have that contract with yourself, pretend like it's a real contract. Like if, if I get paid $60,000 for this side gig, what are the expectations and requirements out of me? And let alone wanting to even get any money out of it. If you at least show up, like somebody would show up to get paid for a $60,000 job, at least you can see some level of com a commitment and then build towards something. Word. That's facts. Dude, <laughs> we have so much knowledge and I think we're ready to start our own college. So second floor college, we're just going <laughs> to give so many just like just pointers. That's all it's going to be. And if you want us to talk to your mom and dad, we're going to give you our email address. We will. I'm not shitting you. We will talk to your mom and dad Kenny for will you. Do that. Yeah, I will Kenny do it will pro bono. Okay. All the moms this is love Kenny. Second floor <laughs> podcast consulting. No, but there's a way to talk to all the aunties. And we get it. Aunties are listening to this right now. So if you're an auntie, <laughs> oh, this one. No, hear me out. Hear me out. I love it, when Kenny gets into this yeah. mode because me and Omid look at each other. How the fuck did we get here? <laughs> we always manage we continue, to do we it. Continue. But if you're an auntie listening to this right now, please. If you have your kids by your side, just sit them down. Start the conversation. You know? Put. Right? Sit down. How are you doing? No. Oh, my God. Can you no, please, no, no. No, please reenact the really? put? Bro, no, come yeah, on. Yeah, bring my yeah, dad yeah. But really tell me, how are you really doing? Right? And really, like, just for a second, whatever you do, do not, like, this is what I find a lot of you aunties do sometimes is you get so mad at some of the decisions that your kids are making that you immediately, you go into solution mode. Solution, I give solution, I give solution. No, just just put the solution aside. Ask them the probing questions. Don't go, but I know what you need. I know what you want. You need education. Because without education, there's nothing. And then your kid's just going there like, oh, your, your, your kids stop listening because you are raising your voice at them. You're, you're, you're not doing this, but you tell me, what do you want to do? But I really, I want to listen, right? <laughs> really, I'm going to try to listen because you know what I realized? It takes two to tango because for someone who's trying to connect to you, they're kind of scared in a way because they know that you're, you're not going to want to listen to them because you get so mad at everything that they're saying because it's not based off what you want for them. Let's hear what they want. Right? So this starts in the household, in my honest opinion. This starts with both generations having just a, a, a mutual understanding, right? Because sometimes you have to realize that your kid is actually trying their best to become an adult and they're in the process now of actually needing to make some mistakes. So let them not buy furniture and pay next year mistakes. That you can actually call your kid out on. But maybe certain mistakes that are healthy enough for this a child of yours to recognize like, wait a second, this isn't what I shouldn't do. I shouldn't rake leaves. Can we? I should 
start my own film business. If they realize that out of the raking leaves job, then good. They were busy. They were doing something. You know? Can we get a live scenario like... <laughs> Torja role play? Torja role play. You role play with Chrome, no, bro. I can do this. I can do this. Almost full ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, it Chrome should go play. like this. Um, for the most part, it should actually be spontaneous. I've actually recently have done a lot of, um, I wouldn't say research, but I've done a lot of self-exploration on seeing the impact of spontaneous meetings. Uh, right now, you know, family business, my brother and I, um, we run Brave MMA and Fitness. And outside of this being... Uh, shameless plug is him and I, we have spontaneous meetings. So we don't plan the meetings, but you have to really realize sometimes with family members, this may not work for everybody, but you get them best when it's not planned. So that way they're not running in their head going, Oh, like, what do I need to have prepped in this meeting? Keep it informal, right? So let's just say it's after dinner, you know, beautiful, you know, filled with butter chicken naan, good. You know, filled with grab jamun for dessert, right? You made it as the auntie. You know, you you just you fed your child nice, and this is what happens after. What the kidna? <laughs> how's how's life? Very good, mom. That's a good. But the but the whole ki kime chalda your year off everything. Yeah, I want to take a year off. I don't want to work. I I need to self explore. Okay, so this is the part where you as the auntie would get pretty rattled. Right <laughs> off the bat, you would just go and like, you would hear, I don't want to work, and you would lose your shit. Please. This is the part where you breathe. <laughs> okay, but can you try to tell me what you want to do at this time? Uh, You know, I just want to, I don't know what I want to do. I don't want to work for for somebody i i need to figure out what business i want to start and i don't know what that is yet so i'm going to go to india for a few months and um you know explore maybe with some friends maybe go to europe i'm still kind of debating i don't want to go into grad school or work for dad in his trucking business i i i don't want to do that i know he really wants me to work for him but uh i i i just need to i need to get away for a bit i need to figure it out Okay, pause. This is perfect. This is the part where you as the auntie, you're hearing you don't want to work with the family. You're hearing you want to go travel and run away from me and do bad things. And now you're starting to add things. Like you didn't say bad things. But what you're not hearing, I want you to hear this. I really want you to hear that he wants to start his own business. So this is good. There's something there that I want you to catch out of this conversation. Let's dissect that a little bit. Take the deep breath. Okay, but so the good thing is, is it sounds to me like you want to run business. That's right. So, but like, if you want to run business, what is one step, one step you can take? Like, it's okay, travel. Maybe you go a little bit. I don't mind that. You worked so hard, right? You did some, you know, university study. You did everything. Now you want to explore. But if you run business, what's the best way you can learn how to run business? Uh, you know, I've been asking my friend Raj for some business advice. And he's been really, really good for that. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm just kind of getting his ideas and my buddy Karam. Like he's really, really good. He's okay. very, very nice with with how he tells me. Like he says, I need to get my shit together. Okay. And um, you know, a couple other business tips as well. 
That's good. I, that's why I love Karam. Such a good friend, right? <laughs> Tell him to come for Kalam Jamans. No problem, right? But anyways, so what's one step you can take then to get the shit together? But <laughs> <laughs> well, quick pause. Notice, I am not as auntie telling him what to do. I'm not. I'm not telling him. This is this is borderline management 101, right? You don't tell them. Okay, can we end this role you. play now? <laughs> no, no, no. We're getting there. There's a lesson here. What do you want to do then? What was first step to get the shit together? Uh, figure out my vision. Figure out vision. Yeah. So put when you do vision and you want to go travel, how can you maybe get some experience while you travel? Is this something you would want to entertain? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe get a job or something. I love this idea. Yeah. I, I need love some it. money. Yeah, need job for the so business. You'd be willing to get a job. Where you are, wherever you travel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. But so why don't we do this? So this is the thing. Right when you realize you accomplished something out of the conversation, do not let it continue on. Right? You're going to see them again the next day. Now it's fun. So this is where you assign something. Okay. But so you want to do a job. So I have an idea. You tell me what you think. Would it be a good idea if you take some time, anytime, put anytime this week, you maybe look some jobs and anywhere you want to go. You see which kind of jobs you like to do. You go there for a little bit. You travel, have fun, bring Quran, bring Raj, your friends, no problem. And you have a little bit of exploration. And then maybe you tell me what kind of ones you found. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I want that. Put, I'm very tired. Put, I have to go sleep. You massage my forehead after. Put. <laughs> Thank you. Put. Thank you. There. <laughs> Boom. That's how it's done. Now, in that one conversation, look at what we got. What did we get out of it, Karam? You got what Amiji wants, and you got what the son wants in terms of running his own business. Exactly. I felt very uncomfortable in that role play, but that was fun. No, that's not the point. No, no, I know, I know. Oh, why did you feel no, like that? No, 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 no. I'm just talking about myself. But oh, just in general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working no, on but it was good, role though. play. It was good. Right? I need to work on my acting. <laughs> Bro, you look very comfy, though. I'm not no, you lie. did great. Hey, did I? You oh, actually good, did really good. 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 <laughs> the whole point of that, to be honest, because I've been uh, in situations where I've heard how these conversations go south, right? Like, I am personally very grateful that I have a mother that has supported me throughout anything I wanted to do. And I understand other people, they have mothers that, or, or fathers, not just mothers, that... um they do see the best for their kid. And yes, I'm not saying don't listen to your parents. But I, I took the parents' perspective there because I know it takes two to tango. And a lot of times the the it's it's the person that wants so much to do for themselves, they don't know where to start, that they get frustrated because their parents telling them what to do. And no one wants to be told what to do when they're trying to figure things out on their own. But what could, you could do as a parent is... You can, number one, guide them with probing questions as I did. And then from there, let your let your kid figure it out. And number two, this is a really unique one. Tell them to actually talk to Raj more. Tell them to talk to Karam more. When you have a really good understanding of who they're surrounding themselves around and you've seen them, they are far more likely to listen to the older people that maybe are your friends too or their friends and you see that they have a good chip on their shoulders encourage them to sit down with them right because um i don't know if i mentioned this on air before or not but i've been learning that scientifically a kid reaches a point in their life where it's right around 13 years old where they actually start to hormonally change um 
for lack of a better term, sexually. And they, this is true. Puberty? Yeah, puberty. <laughs> but no, it, there's something to do with this. I'm no doctor. So the way I'm going to explain this is very bro sciencey. But they actually start to have feelings for other people other than their parents. For so long in their life, they love their parents. Love mom and dad. Love mom and dad. You know, three, four years old. Mom and dad, I'm going to sleep with you, mom and dad. Right? And then they get older and they actually rebel against mom and dad. They go, oh, I'm catching feelings. Oh, there's this person. Uh, oh, like there's other people that you, 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 you're into. Then they actually go, mom and dad, <laughs> I ain't listening to you. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't want to do anything. And that's why they say those first 12 years are so important. But the point I'm trying to make here is at that point, as a parent, you need to recognize when you go, what the heck? You turned 16 all of a sudden. You don't even want to talk to me. <laughs> right? You get that guilt, right? Auntie, don't worry. Don't worry. This is hormonal. Okay? So this is about to happen. You just got to make sure you're aware, yes, of who your kid is hanging out with and encourage them to pick the brains more of the people that you actually see are doing really well in their life. This is why we needed Adriel because <laughs> this post-show segment needs yeah. to be chopped up in its own. Nah, this is, no, no, no. This is, you want an auntie role play, bro? I was going to say, this is the auntie segment of our yeah. show now. Yeah. <laughs> and we are doing some research on our we audience. Went, we went from financial literacy to auntie segment yeah, real quick. It, <laughs> That's a way to wrap up it. the show. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. That was good, guys. I really like this. Uh, do we have any last um, remarks we'd like to add based off of investments? I said my piece. Mm. I said my piece. I love it. See, guys, you're always bound to have a good time, learn lots, and have fun in the process on Second Floor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me one favor. Share it to your favorite Masi. Number two, I want you to give us a review. Number three, tune in because we've got a whole lot more coming for you this summer. Give yourself a blessed day. Keep elevating. That's a wrap. Sashika. Thank you.